The Shop, a Moto Podcast. We girls you love never gave back diamond rings. I wish every porch had a swing. Wish kids still learn to say sir and ma'am, how to shake a hand. I wish every state had a Birmingham. I wish everybody knew all the words to Mama tried. I wish Monday mornings felt just like Friday nights. And I wish even cars had truck beds. Every road was named Copperhead And coolers never run out of cold Bud Light And I wish high school home teams never lost And back road drinking kids never got caught And I wish the price of gas was low And cotton was high I wish honky-tonks didn't have no closing time I wish grandpa's never died I wish Sundays on a creek bank would never end Wish I could learn to drive again I wish Monday morning couldn't have no closing time <laughs> Guess what, Jake? Guess what? <laughs> and I know his grandpa's never died uh, <laughs> What's up, guys? We're back in the shop. We're coming in hot. <laughs> I felt like felt like I'm at work there with Mickey. with Mickey and uh, oh yeah. So that was good. That was good. We are coming in hot this yep. week. So I was yeah uh, opened up there with uh, Grayson's song choice, and he wants to. Which grandpa's never died, Riley Green. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised my phone searched for that. <laughs> so, all right, what's cool, guys? Uh, we've been off for a month. That's not cool that we've went like five weeks without doing this. But um, got some new equipment stuff. So, like that just made it a lot easier because we can we can do a little more with that with my phone plugged up to the mixer. Um, we can we can take phone calls now. Um, so hopefully here the next time we do it, we'll have like a call in guest or maybe two. And uh, just change it up a little bit, have uh, some different views, different opinions, just another guest or two or, or three or, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so we didn't just absolutely do nothing with our time off. Plus, um, my head's about to explode from all the stuff I've had to do at work. Uh, so you can maybe if people are disappointed, they can thank Donnie. <laughs> Don't blame Donnie. Dang it, Donnie, we can't podcast. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and like the week, well, maybe it was two weeks after the last podcast we did. Yeah, I think two weeks after the last podcast we did. Um, Styles, my middle boy, broke his arm. So went to raise to ride. Styles broke his humerus. So um, that next week, uh, I mean, even though he didn't have to have surgery or anything like that, it wasn't too bad. That kind of that messed up the next week, and then it just like compound like each week. We're just like doing something. Thanksgiving, what this or that, you know, we just like, oh. Seven yeah. springs. Yeah, that, that was your deal. I ruined it. Mm-hmm. You ruined everything going there. I did. I'm sorry. Not really. You and Donnie had a good time. A lot of customers. Y'all yeah. sold a lot of stuff. You made a good, you know, good presence there. 
Yeah, I had to show Don what's up in the woods. Mm. You know, I can run with them in the woods. That's actually not the text message I got. <laughs> I, I, I should look through here. I mean, I, I text you a lot, so it's going to take a long time to go back through here. But I'm pretty sure that the message said, dude, the old man can ride, something like that. So I'm pretty sure that was after he smoked you the first loop around the woods. I was so disappointed in myself because I was like, our first loop out, and I was like, yeah, I'll ride behind you, and and uh, you can show me where we're going. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to lose this man. I know these woods. I've been going there for 10 years. I know these woods front and back. So I'm like going. We head off in a single trail. But then the first mile, of course, I go down. Normal me. And me and I get up. Or I get up. Diane like stops. Like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah. Because I went. I was over, riding over my head. And then so he goes around me. And I swear that was probably the fastest I've ever ridden in a in the woods trying to keep up with him. I kept up with him for like a, a mile maybe. And then it was all downhill from there. He lost me. It was like, it, it was, it was pretty bad. I, I feel I lost a lot of confidence. It's okay. Donnie's an A rider, especially yeah. in the woods. Oh. And I mean, he's a vet A, you know, but still he's, um, Donnie's not slow. So, you know, I'm not, He's a good rider. He's you can't. A, you a, can't. He's a future sixty plus rider lunch champion. Well, they're not Once. having that. Remember? Oh dang it! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure people listening to this probably, if they keep up with amateur moto, they know like that. Um, MX Sports sent out emails saying that, uh, letting everybody know that they're got the supplemental rule and class change deal going on right now, and they, I guess they they put it out to let the public view it for a couple weeks or a week, whatever, until they actually make it final. So it comes out and I'm like looking at it, I'm looking through the classes and I don't read anything. I just go straight to the classes <laughs> and I'm looking through and I see these extra classes and I'm like, dude, they're having uh 125 all-star, 250 all-star. I'm like, dude, like so sick. And then they're having plus 60, they're having plus 35. Like they got all these vet classes, vet like 20, plus 25 C, plus 30 C, 40 C. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like this is awesome. And then uh, that night, I was looking through Facebook, and somebody had posted it, and all these people were like, you know, oh, i got to get trained. I can't wait. And then, like, 60 comments down, down uh, way down was um, uh, Nick Click from Missouri. Owns uh, yeah. He commented on there. He's like, dude, those are just classes for the regional. Those aren't national classes. And I'm like, what? So I go back, and I read the email. <laughs> and I go, you had to go to the supplemental rules on that part of it and that's where they say on there that the classes that have r plus beside them are only regional classes so you don't even have to go to an area qualifier you just show up at the regional sign up for those classes race you can get a regional championship but it doesn't qualify you for loretta's those are not loretta lens classes so yeah i was gonna say when we went to when you make it to regional a vet regional i was like oh i can go and just ride a c class i'm not a vet rider yet I'm not 25. I'm You're not, not even close. I'm close. I'm right there. I'm Grayson close. still has to go to the youth regional. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, cool. That that covers uh one one thing of news in the last week, but we got like a month of news to go through. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So, uh, on our notes, we have on here, uh, I guess we're supposed to talk about the mini major East, which uh, wasn't much of a major major letdown maybe yeah we had some local people go and uh there just there was fast kids there plenty of fast kids there but 
there wasn't big gates and they were going kind of looking for big gates and there was, you know, 12 or 13 kids in a class. Yeah. Um, it wasn't what it is in California. No. And maybe if they keep doing it every year, it'll eventually get on. But I think it's a bad time of the year. It's only a few weeks before the mini O's and people are saving up money to go there. And uh, the mini O's is a, a decent, I'm not going to say a big deal because Oh my God, everybody that's on Facebook is flipping out that's right now about somebody beating somebody in Supercross. I'm like, dude, really? Like, you can jump almost everything there on a stock KLX 110. I don't know. Oh, really yeah. Care. <laughs> uh, on my KLX 110, oh, I could I could jump everything. Literally, oh, yeah. could jump everything. Man, I could do some of the triples, but I could I could jump a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I'm like, it, that's not, it, that's just not, let's go ahead and die, let, let's just dive into that rant. Okay, we're going. We're going. To yeah, I mean, we're we're talking about it right now. So, so anyway, people have been keeping up with the mini O's. Um, Levi Kitchens, he did really good. I'm not going to take anything away from him. Great, but on Facebook, people are like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, he, he he's beating all these guys that that have a ride. He's beating uh, Volan. he he beat Volan. He he beat the Master Pools. Like he's and I'm like, you guys got to stop. It's not a legit real Supercross track. We don't know what any of those kids who've never ridden Supercross, we don't know what any of them are going to do until the first round of Supercross. Oh, and then that's not even that good of a, a, a gauge because there's nerves. It's the first one. Yeah. Riding a Supercross track in a stadium versus your practice track completely. is completely different. Yeah. So first you go, you got the amateur Supercross track that everybody jumps everything. It's wide open fast. There's no real whoops. So that, that right there is no indicator of what anybody's going to do. I mean, legit, you can have a guy that's really good at starts get a start, and he can hold people off for a couple laps and have a good finish because you just got a good start, and all these other guys, yeah. there's nowhere to gain on anybody. We, we were joking. Me and you were joking. You were like, if you got a start there and 250 or 450A, you oh, could, I could hold. Yeah, yeah. I could hold them off for a lap or you two. You can hold a lot. You can hold masterful. You can hold them all. I mean, because you're just hold. You're holding your line, and everybody's jumping the same thing. I mean, you've got to, you've got to really pressure to make a pass. And you saw that in like I remember what I watched. I didn't get to watch a bunch of them, but I watched one of the super mini classes. Yeah. Deegan was fourth on the start. It took him a minute to get into third. By the time he gets into third, Janik and uh, Casey Cochran are gone. Yeah. So like he he reels them in, but then he doesn't. He has like two laps left. And he can't make he can't make a pass, yeah. and everybody's flipping out about that. I'm like, that, that's not. Sometimes those races are not a true gauge of really what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. It's great for kids to go race that stuff. It's great for them to learn. It's great for them to to battle out and and you know, and yes, your fast fast guys do still rise to the top. But saying that the one guy is going to be more successful than the other in something that's going to be totally different, you you just can't do. That's like saying that. Um, Two kids in high school football are going to be like the one is going to be better than the other when they make it to the pros. One of them is not even going to make it to college and the other one might end up being your best quarterback ever. You, yeah. you don't like you can't you can't, you can't gauge it off of little league like that. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that like the mini O's is just like little league, but the track for pros is it is what it Wait, is. We're still talking about I'm talking about Supercross. Yeah, the motocross yeah. track's pretty legit. Yeah. The motocross track's pretty legit. But if you notice. I'm pretty – well, I didn't get to watch full motos, I and I didn't see the results, but I did watch one thing where Thrasher was beating uh, Kitchen, and he was beating him by a pretty good bit. Yeah. So that's that's lined up. That's, you know, probably right because, like, Thrasher has learned what that pro level is. He's been riding at that level for a year or so now. or Well, no, six months. Yeah, not even. Not even. And uh, 
you know, so Kitchen hasn't. He's been riding at a B level. Well, now newly A level. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, like they've got to learn and start progressing. They're just not going to automatically just jump in and be able to do it. But the, the thing that got me was just the Supercross deal. And uh, I know um, there was some – I don't, Robbie had said something about uh, – he had commented on – I don't know if it was his post or he just commented. And they were saying something about that uh, uh, Kitchen should have got the a star ride instead of some of the other guys. And, uh, I mean, that's hard to say, which I'm pretty sure he did getting a star ride. But yeah. um, it's hard to say off of just, like, the Minio's results. It, oh, that he, those other guys don't deserve it. He deserves it. Um, and Brendan Harp had commented on that. And he's like, dude, have you seen the track? Like, it's so start dependent. You can't, and there's nothing there. And he's like, I remember going back, I think he said years of, like, 04 to 2010, I think is what he said. Um and he was like, dude, the track was so much harder. Like, guys would get hurt in the Supercross part and not be able to ride the outdoor part of it. And he's right. Like, those were the years I was going to the Minios. Was that when, like, I That video you put with Izzy, that was 06. Okay. So, I, I was, yeah, I was in the B class in 06. And it was, dude, so, like, the whoops and stuff were so gnarly. And uh, the tracks, like, there was some big stuff. You would hit, There was some quads and stuff guys would do that, they probably didn't think these kids would do it and they would do it. And, uh, yeah, I remember a lot of guys getting hurt and, uh, maybe, you know, they tamed it down so that doesn't happen. Um, and that's, you know, I'm not going to say that's not smart. One thing that's different too, MX sports has a lot to do with all these races. Now, when I was growing up, they didn't have that. Like the mini O's was unlimited sports, which is still unlimited sports, but the mini MX sports didn't have any kind of say on how the track was going to be or nothing yeah. and i think now they do so that could have a little bit to do with it yeah it could be i could have a little bit to do with it but um i just my rant is just like don't flip out from that kind of stuff that's like i mean honestly there's nothing on the mini o's track that's really any bigger than your local arena cross stuff and it for, for the pros for big bikes and yeah. i just you can't you can't just jump the gun and gauge off that and i just you know it's it's not just that on Facebook. Wow, it's oh man, it really gets me because <laughs> I'm like people just um, people just want to express their opinion like that they're they are an expert in that field, and it's like hold on, dude. If you're not an expert in that field, don't go posting stuff, advice to people and things and posting this stuff like you, you know, everything about it and all that. When like you've been riding for two years, like, come on now. Like that stuff. Yeah. It, uh, and it's you not just post, moto. I mean, it's you, all you kinds of stuff. Your opinion, but don't get like, it's like, I mean, don't right. make it to where it's like you're, you're that you know more than yeah, other you're, people. You're a news you're, channel. You're yeah. Not. Yeah. Like, but just post it and, I mean, get over. It. Yeah, because I'm a man. I, I've seen a lot of stuff, and like I said, it's not it's not just with moto. I mean, it's stuff with you know with the whole pandemic deal we got going on, and people thinking that they're a doctor or they're a nurse, and they're you know I'm like, you have no opinion on this because you're not in that you're not in that field. You know, the only reason I feel like I have some opinion is because my wife's a nurse practitioner, so I'm listening to what she's telling me. You know, so but I'm like, just simmer down, simmer down. Let let people do their job. Somebody ask a question on Facebook. Let the let the let an expert give their opinion on what they should do, and don't just chime because you give people you just you get too much clash there. Um, this is off topic, but did 
Bowen not race MX? No, oh. neither neither did Master Pools. They didn't either. They only raced Supercross to get their to get their license. Uh, and I heard so that's another thing. I, I, I heard that the I, I heard the top twenty were going to get their pro license. Like <laughs> when I was racing, you get top five at Loretta's. Like that, you, had, you had to be legit. Like you know, you couldn't just. And if you didn't do that, you had to travel the country and go to pro ams, and you had to get so many points within a year. And it pretty much made it to where to be able to get enough points within the year, you had to consistently be a top ten guy when you went. And and more like a top five guy if you wanted to get really if you wanted to get good points, and uh and what was crazy is, say you rode two fifty and four fifty. Well, two fifty points didn't count for four fifty, and four fifty points didn't count for two fifty. Yeah, now you could pick whatever like like if you were going to get your supercross license, you obviously had to get super uh, two fifty. You couldn't get four fifty, yeah. but if you were going to get your outdoor, um, you know you could pick whatever license you were going to get, whatever class you were going to ride. But say you went to a race, um, and you got. 25 points in the 250 class but you're 450 broke and you didn't get any and then two weeks later you go to another pro-am and your 250 breaks and you get no points and your 450 doesn't and you win it and get 25 points well that's not 50 points that's just 25 in each class oh, so like oh. you had to like it just made it to where it was like you had to travel you had to be consistently good so then it wasn't like well this guy just he did good at his local his local track that he was just filling it that day and yeah. like you know exactly like, what many of those is it can be, I gotta, yeah. Yeah, I got to start. I got my. Well, I'm, I made that comment to you. I think it worked. That you know, you got a kid that's lo- that he rides his local night track. That's all he ever rides, and he's blazing fast there. And you take him somewhere else, and he's horrible. It's the same thing. Like yeah. sometimes a, a track suits somebody better than others. Um, and that's, I mean, that's why we do a series and have an overall winner, and not just one race because. You gotta have you gotta kind of mix it up, have different things, and and see who's gonna make it make it through all of it. So um, that that's my yeah. rhyme of rants. Outdoors, <laughs> we couldn't just have twelve overalls at Threaders. That would be a championship. Um, I mean, yes, it would, but no, I'm, I would I'm, rather I'm, not. I like to have I, I like to have different stuff. You know, I, I even think that you know, like the GPS have a lot of different kinds of tracks, uh-huh. and I think that's better than over here where it's. Basically the they're all really close they're all the same kind of dirt consistency they're all you know they just build the tracks very similar um i guess southwick's a little different uh or a lot different yeah but they don't ever well yeah i mean i guess normally they do it's just because it you know it has its times where it comes and goes and um i well any of the west coast like paula's different it's just the dirt's different yeah um washougal's different um ww is different but then all the others are yeah. so close i yeah. mean it's just and uh and i i think they're all they're all amazing tracks i, I would not want to change any of them i just would maybe want them to not try to build them all exactly the same yeah and maybe let the dirt well, get a little different it, we're going back in time but you saw remember in Novell when everybody was complaining of how yeah because it wasn't cut yeah so it's like, it's like i hate about it yeah well i i, I like the tracks to get cut deep because here's the thing about the gps it's different than here the gps is like a three-day weekend and it's riding on it all day all three days here you start saturday morning and it's only the 250 450 pro like you don't have enough bikes on it to get rough without it being super super deep that morning and all these guys want it to be rough and ruddy because it's a it's a it separates people 
So the only way to not do it like that and get closer to GPs is do longer weekends, which I think some riders would be okay with that. But the team, they let the teams and stuff negotiate all this way too much. And the teams are like, oh, oh God, well, more people on the road. And, you know, they just have, you know, because it's a job to them. Yeah, a lot right. of the riders, it, it's a hobby. It's a lifestyle. It's what they love that, you know, they would camp and stay. And, uh, you know, I just, when you, you got the teams making so much of the decisions, then that's what you get. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, Mathis is 250 Supercross points. Uh, you got that because uh, you have yeah. teams that are like, you know, barking that they've got to have full points. And I agree with Mathis. You shouldn't get full points right. for a, a regional championship. Mm-hmm. It should be the 450 class should weigh so much more because it's so yeah. much harder. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. While we're still on Minios, do you want to talk about Kitchen? He was fast. He, he was good. I, I mean, he was best guy there. Yeah. He, 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 he beat Thrasher and LeBlanc in a couple of motos in the outdoors. Yep. A couple of times. Ferry. Did you, Ferry's po- he swept off. Ferry, Ferry, Ferry and Casey Cochran both, uh, yeah. I would say, overperformed from what maybe we thought, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I think. Casey's on my list, too. Yeah, Casey, the bike helped a lot. Oh, dude, <laughs> riding the new gas gas. Yeah, the bike the bike helped a lot. The gas gas? Or was that, was it was a KTM. Okay. I mean, you could look at the front sources, fender and sources, stuff like that. Say it's a K- KTM. They didn't have. They don't have enough bikes out right now to get him a gas gas and have it as early as he needed to have it and stuff. So I mean, it, it is what it is. It's the same. It's the same bike for all you people out there that think the gas gas is Chinese. Like, no, 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 or, no. That's one of my rants. <laughs> one of my rants. It's okay. About DB. Gosh, I can't wait. Well, DB's like, oh, dude, no, it looks, no, I it, don't. Let me. Stop. It looks so good in person. <laughs> yeah, <No>. it does. <laughs> we know. <laughs> okay. Uh, McKenzie, she went four four and outdoors, and got eighth in Supercross. Yeah, I saw um, Tony make a post. It was during the Supercross thing, and he said something about uh, why do they even have the girls' class at the mini O's or women's class at the mini O's or something? And I don't know. I, I don't know if something made him mad, you know, or uh, was it kind of, I, kind of like a, it's probably because there were some girls that beat McKenzie that I've not really noticed the names on other stuff. And, but that's super the supercross portion of it. Yeah. I mean, if she didn't get good starts, then you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's just there's not as much to separate people. And then uh, we you talked about digging a little bit in super mini. I think he kind of underperformed. I don't think he. You, you can tell if you watch specifically what he was doing, you'd be like, "Oh my god, that kid!" Like he's flying, he's making up time in supercross. But if you just looked at the results, you'd be like. Well, that's impressed. like I said, that was that was starts. Like I said, I watched that one. I feel like Dude, he was the fastest guy on the track. Oh, yeah. But he got third. Yeah. But I mean, like <laughs> sometimes you have those days. Yeah. Uh, well, did he get third or did he pass Janet? No, he passed Janet and got second. Right? No, 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 he got third. Yeah, yeah that was right. He got third. Yeah. So like, but I mean, he got a bad he got a bad start. Had to come through. Guys are already ahead. They only did what was it six eight, laps? Eight laps? Was it eight laps? But they're like thirty second lap time. Yeah. So I mean. You, how do you how do you um, how do you bash the kid or say something when like and I saw people talking about that people were like you know there was there's people that pr- like dude he he either you love Danger Boy or you absolutely hate that family and I'm like how do you not like them like Deegan is doing so much for the sport yeah I like, I like that, a lot of opinions I like a lot of Deegan's Deegan's opinions they're like. They make sense. The, he, you tell he thought he actually put two thoughts into. Yeah, he's a smart dude. Yeah. But it's like so. Um, 
I, I saw stuff where people are like bashing that. I'm like, dude, you know that that guy has so much money that he could have just not decided for his kids to ride. I mean, his kids asked to ride. That's why they started riding. He didn't take it super serious at first because, yeah. you know, he probably was like, no, I really want him to get hurt and stuff like you get. We really want to do all this. And, you know, but um, the the people that he can bring in and that Danger Boy can bring into the sport, you, you can't hate on that. dude. They're, they're marketing geniuses, mm-hmm. and that's going to bring people in. That's what we need. We need people like that. Mm-hmm. And we need people that, like, understand, like, what the what the goal is for everybody not just for like their kid and stuff and vegan he does say but i don't i think a lot of the hater people don't listen to the stuff they just oh he's got a youtube thing and he wouldn't have all that if it wasn't his dad you know what yeah he wouldn't you're exactly right and but how many people are born into money constantly and and you can't that that's not their choice they they didn't choose to be born into money it's like people that are born to nothing they didn't choose that it's just what it is, and you know you have to make the best of it either way. And uh, I think the Deegans are good for Moto, uh, and I think I think Brian does a good job with it. And I saw I know some people, you know, some of the maybe how Danger Boy was on some of the podiums and stuff, you know. But you got to think this kid came in thinking he's gonna just work everybody, yeah. and he didn't. Like he's not. mentally, like he's beat up bad, yeah. and. Um, you got to kind of take into account that um, his attitude might not be the greatest as soon as he comes off the track. Give him, I, I think it was, uh, was it Weimer on pole? It was one of the ex-pros on no, pole. it was. Uh, They're like, give me two minutes. Oh, no, it was Cade, Clayson. Clayson's Clayson, yeah. like, give me two or three minutes after I get done so I can cool down, so I can chill out, so I can gather myself yeah, then, because uh, you're not going to get what you want to hear yeah. right after the guy gets you're done. Not, you know, because, yeah, I mean. I think everybody's thrown a bike down or, you know, oh, yeah. threw a helmet, thrown a fit when they got, you know, because yeah. they didn't perform how they thought they should. It's just give people a second, chill yeah. out, give them a second. And, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't bash on people that are trying to do good for the sport. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like, you know, the whole Dean family is super nice. Haley. Yeah. Grayson has a crush. <laughs> Who doesn't? If you don't have a crush on Haley. Jackson. I don't because she's a little young. <laughs> okay. That, you're different. You're old. She's like the same age as me. Perfect. Now, is she that? Up, is she over eighteen? Yeah, she's like okay. Then I can. 20. Then I can have a crush. <laughs> if she's over eighteen, I can say I can say she's hot. Yeah, she's like <laughs> my age. It's part when she comes to Grand Fifty M when Hayden does a dealer signing and his new when he's a when when they have a Memphis Supercross. Yeah, yeah and uh, I'll make my move. Okay, let's She, you, we have a better chance of her racing the K and N series at oh, the she track. Just did. Oh, she did? Really? Yeah, she just did the Millington one. Millington, my Then why weren't you there? Uh, You're like from like right around the corner. I was 20 minutes away. I just forgot. I oh, all right. So he has this big time coach. Okay, next wants- year. Next year. I'm playing <laughs> on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, of girls in the sport, Tenley was there. And she made the mains in 65-79 limited. 87-8 for sure. Pretty sure. No, I, I'm pretty she, sure she did pretty decent in some classes, yeah. 57 to 8 classes and stuff. I don't, I, like I said, I didn't get to look at all of the results. Um, I was, it was kind of good she made the main. But I saw Jansen posting some stuff, so yeah, pretty but yeah. She made the main, which is good. Yeah. I mean, there was, what did we count, 90 kids in 65? No, there was a lot. But everybody's flipping out about, oh man, so many entries. Go back and look. It's hard to find them, but I did find some uh, entries from 06 and I showed Grayson. 
there was like there was one sixty five seven to nine class, but there was a hundred and forty entries. Yeah, and and like so people are. <clears throat> People just think that Moto's doing so, so good right now. Like, oh, man, it's like, you know, well, before the economy crashed is when it was really good. So through the late, like, right as the 90s were starting to end and through the 2000s up until 08 or so, dude, it was unreal. I mean, I remember I remember going to the Minios and the B class and there being five and six qualifiers. If you weren't top 10 in your qualifier, you weren't making the main. And yeah, that, that's... That's hard. Yeah. Full gate of forty guys, and you got to get top ten. Yeah. And if and and it's a bu- and it's a lot of fast guys because they're from all over. Yeah. And uh, it's just like it, it's different now. There's just there's not quite as many people. And the biggest difference I've had this talk with Marlon and uh, and uh, Michael Baldwin, just because you know they're they're newer in it. Uh, you know they're the kids are at the age where they're you know they're going racing a lot, trying Loretta stuff, trying to hit some bigger races. And uh, I really had to t- talk with Marlon a lot more because he was, you know, they go to Matt Walker's a lot. Yeah. And when they're there, most of the dads that are there are loaded. Yeah. I mean, the kids are living there, you know. And he was like, I think he told me he got like 70, no, was it 90 hours out of that 65? 80, uh, it was like 80 or 90 hours, yeah. somewhere around there, out of a set of clutches. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like, your kid's not abusing the clutch. You know, you can get that kind of time out of it, like. He's doing it like I would do. I'm just going to go till they burn up. I'm not, yeah. you know, unless I'm going like, unless I'm preparing to go to Loretta's or an outdoor national where like, yeah, then I'm going to put new parts in because yeah. I don't want them to fail while I'm there. But just to go for your regular, all the time stuff, regular local races, just regular riding, whatever. I'm not changing them at 15 hours. Sorry, buddy. My pocketbook's not like that. I'm not doing my top end. I'm not oh, doing yeah, none of that. Right. These guys doing a top end every 20 hours. Uh, how, how much money do you have, bud? Because that's like, First thing is, I mean, how many top ends have we replaced on these bikes these guys want us to do? And it looks great. We just did. Uh, <laughs> hey, they uh, look great. McGregor had over 100 hours on his. Per- yeah. His- piston cylinder, all that looked good. Now, he uh, had transmission come apart. <laughs> that's, that, okay, that's <laughs> but, different. But the rest looked yeah. great. Like, yeah. And like my thing is, like, you know, we had that uh, 350 that had 200 hours on it. Yeah. And he wanted to do a top end. The ring, he had no ring end gap. It was It looked amazing yeah, in there. Was- which for bigger four strokes you're they're gonna last a lot longer people are so scared of them but yeah. they're gonna last longer but even two strokes dude styles 50 has like 90 hours on it and i've never done a top end i've never done clutches i'm not because first thing is he's I, I don't go crazy on the clickers on my clutches like it is what it is it's not a cobra i understand that it is what it is i want it to last i don't want it to break the, i want my wife to let me continue to let us race Cause it's not a fortune. It already is a fortune, but you know, my dad taught me that though. My dad taught me, you take care of your stuff. You don't have to constantly work on it. You don't have to constantly replace parts, but I feel like we've gotten to this point in moto where like the dads think I've got to do the, I've got to do whatever for my kid to, so they can compete with this factory kid. Well, if you don't have a million dollars or multi millions, then you you can't compete there. You just can't. So Leave it up to your kid, invest in your kid, make your kid, because there's n- hardly any kids out there that are riding their bike to it's 100% full potential. So if, if you can't ride a stock bike like that, there's no reason to mod it. And honestly, if you lose a percent because your clutches are worn a little bit, if your kid didn't ride 99% of the bike, then what's that percent's not hurting anything? Yeah. You know, like, so I've told Marlon, I'm like, look, you know, like, that's good. Like, you kind of have your, your range. Buy a clutch kit. You have two bikes. Buy a clutch kit. Keep it in your trailer. So 
in case one burns up at the track, you've got one. Yeah. And you've got another bike where you don't even have to put it in at the moment. You can throw him on the other bike. You can work on it that afternoon or whatever. If it's in between, you know, the, like if it's a Saturday or whatever, yeah. after practice, you got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. If it's a Sunday and it's race day, just he, he just gets on the other bike. You do it later. But yeah. or if you're training in, in Georgia, you know, you mean you have plenty of time. So you can't like gauge off these other dads that are telling you, oh, you got to do it then. You, you know, you got to do it every 20 hours. You got to like compare paychecks first. <laughs> and if that guy's making, you know, a lot of money, they're like, all right, man, like you, you got plenty of money to do that. Like I want to make it to 85s. I want to make it to big bikes. Like I don't want to money ourselves out of it where we can't make it and continue on racing because we spent, we spent a fortune, you know, and third mortgage the house eight times and <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like just understand where you're at and what you're doing and understand, you know, like you can do it on a budget, but I, I feel like that the uh, it's just like with the gear and people haven't have matching gear and you know the kids haven't have all the latest and all that and um it do what you can afford. If you can't afford that, you don't have to have that. Yeah. You you don't have to have that. You can show up in old raggedy stuff on an old raggedy bike, but be the best rider there is. And do good. Why do you think Jimmy Albertson go, can go fast on that old CR250 dressed up like Ronnie Mack? Because he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he don't have like he's he's a good rider. He can goon ride like that at at a really fast speed, yeah. and like that shows you like you don't have to have everything. Now, when you get to the pro level, or even at an amateur level where you're a, a top ten guy at Loretta's, and you're trying to you know get to the next one, well, yeah, you've got kids or other pros that you're racing with that are just as skilled as you on the motorcycle so then when a percent matters then then it matters you know when a percent gain of something you know then it actually matters but at most local level at most kids levels of where they're at they don't have to have all that you got to get to a certain level before you need you know before you need all that and you just take a step back and and think about it for a little bit before you're just like oh i gotta have you know i gotta have this i gotta have that and you know you're gonna money yourself out of it mm-hmm. and then and then we lose somebody in the sport and then that you know it's not what we need yeah just take care of stuff yep take care of it i think that's a lot of that's all i got on amateur stuff oh one more thing recent news breaking news no 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 real deal leaving Wildwood. Yep. Jake, what do you think about that? I, tell, us, I, tell us your first I don't, thoughts. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so my first thoughts was I was like, what? Like, I mean, I, like, so the showers, I, I know the shower is pretty decent. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they bought Kentwood or Wildwood. I call it Kentwood because that's where it's at. And it's just, you know, but so they bought the track to be able to move Rob, who's real. He's the guy that owns Real Deal. Mm-hmm. Move him from South Carolina to where they were at, um, so uh, Dayton could train there, and and just that was like they were going to have a training facility, um, and then they started doing practices and races and stuff. I think just to supplement, uh, so it kind of blew me away because that's kind of what they were, you know. But that's it's it. yeah, and it says that they're still going to have like you know races. they're still going to have training and stuff is what it said. So I'm like, are they going to bring somebody in? Like who's I'm just I'm kind of like who's going to do this? Yeah. Where's where's real deal going? Is real deal still going to be a thing? Are they? I mean, yeah. Who would people do you think so? 
Levi Kitchens is training at Rio, correct? Yep. Uh, Myers kid, what's his name? First name? Crockett Myers. Yeah, I think I think so. I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't keep up with who all was training down there. Are, are they following real deal? Or are they going to like you know? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, who? Yeah, if, I don't know. If they were going to leave. Would they follow real deal, or they would like if they brought in? Who, who I, I would say if real deal is still going to be a thing, they're going to follow real deal. Okay. I mean, I think most of them. I, I don't. I mean, and I don't know. Who knows? I don't. You know. I thought about reaching out to Dayton and asking him, but I, I didn't. I didn't know if it was too soon. I didn't want to. Yeah. You know. I kind of feel like sometimes with me doing the schools, like if I ask people, they're like, you know, they kind of maybe, and they maybe don't get the wrong impression, but I, you know, I kind of feel like maybe the people would be like, oh, he wants to know because he's, you know. Okay, well, I ask him through our Instagram. I mean, I can ask him. I, you okay, know, we'll be not... like, this is for our podcast. <laughs> we're the we're the amateur local motor podcast, so we need no we yeah. need answers. That's right. That's right. So. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was my, my one thing was I told Jason that, uh, he said, what if they moved? <laughs> I heard they're moving to Senatobia <laughs> and I said, if they do, I'm done. I'll quit everything yes, moto a hundred percent. I just, I, look, I want to do schools full time up here somewhere. And if somebody moved close, that started really doing it and it made it to where it was going to be even harder. I just, I, I don't, you know, my motivation would be, would, I would be taken out, I think so. Well, if anybody listening to this uh, has like a dozer or a skid steer or land and wants to build a track, like yeah, let, podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. Let, let me know because I want to. Uh, that, that's my like that's my deal. Like in the future, I want to do schools full time, hundred percent. Like just teaching schools, not not full on, maybe not full on like training facility, um, but something maybe similar to like how GPF is. Which GPF does have some kids living there now. Oh, they always had kids living there. I mean, like people live there and just practice, but I'm saying like they didn't full on have a coach, like full on like MTF and all that, you know, and I don't, and I just, if it was older kids, 100%. I don't, I I just don't believe in people taking their young, young kids out of school, homeschooling them and sending them to live somewhere by themselves. I just, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that. Now, if they want to like, if it's during the summer, you send your kid for the week or whatever, awesome. Send him for two weeks or whatever, awesome. But I just, you know, when they're, you know, not even high school age, and you're, I just, I'm not a huge fan of that. I think yeah. they need to be in school. I think they need to be, you know, they need that. They need that part of their life. Which I get the COVID deal is kind of throwing a wrench in a lot of it. A lot of people taking their kids out of school because of that, and yeah. that's a whole nother deal. But yeah, I'm not getting into all that. So. <laughs> All right. So we're not taking. I'm not taking Blade now, and we're, I'm not. I thought I was gonna take Blade now, and I was gonna pay for his time at NPF. <laughs> Hold on. First thing, MTF doesn't ever have fifty classes, and if they do, I'm, I'm taking the Matt Walker. If Matt they, Walker would take my money. Probably. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of guys that don't really do fifty stuff. Um, Which they shouldn't. Well, no, I mean, I, like, hey, kids on fifties need training, a hundred percent, but. They probably don't need to go live somewhere, but I mean, you do have you had these kids. Yeah, hey, they're they're doing it. I mean, I just I, I just I'm not a hundred percent on board with that. Six year old drop them off with a trailer. Yeah, but I mean, if have you heard? I I mean, they had uh, Josh Woods on pulp. Uh, I don't know if it was the last pulp or the Two one before. Years. And I mean, he's the same way. He owns GPF, and he's like, I just these kids need to be in school. Yeah. That's why he was doing the race where kids would get. 
Sure. It's like a scholarship deal. Instead of paying them money, you pay them where it goes into a, sco- a fund that goes towards a scho- like towards school and when they get older, which they can take it. They, they can't get it till they get to a certain age. Yeah. And they can use it for whatever once it gets to that. But he's hoping that they'll use it to go to school. Yeah. And the yeah, reason the reason they're doing that is because a lot of these guys that are, are failed pros, they see like, hold on, like these guys have to have a backup plan. Yeah. Like you, you've got to you got to you got to be able to still live real life. You you got to understand what real life is and and live real life. You can't just you can't just think that I'm going to be the next pro. It's there's no guarantee. Even if you're winning the A class right now, there's still no guarantee. You can win everything as an amateur and and achieve very little as a pro. Nico Sure. Michael Lessie. There's so many people. I mean, there's just, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot, there's probably more failure stories than there are success stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. And, you know, and, and I say that uh, because I want to say success would be like a dungeon. Wasn't anything as an amateur and just out of nowhere was one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. Like that, that's what I, that's where I'm saying success. Like your guy that was, a, a good amateur, he had a ride, he ended up being a, a decent, uh, you know, a good pro, made some money, but you knew he was going to do that. Like, that's not a success, that's just what it what it was going to be. Like, I'm saying, like, you got, your failures are your guys that were like, you think, like, this guy's winning everything, he signs a deal, like, he's, you know. Yeah, he's, he's the greatest of all time. And then he ends up being nothing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, hey, speaking of that, there was a guy that, He's your buddy now. He was one of those. He was going to be a great, oh and he God, he is man. he he's kind of a nothing now. Well, it's two still like he's you, but not a nothing. Uh, he he's he's in the record books. But how much money do you think he's got in the bank? I'm surprised he could spend that two dollars to send you that number plate. A dollar forty eight. <laughs> so Jason Lawrence. I won't, he is now on my Mount Rushmore. I did. I always liked him because I like I like. Somebody like not being normal, like not being the, the suit and tie, all got to do everything right, dude. So he put on Instagram how long ago? Who has been? It's been it's been since it's been since we did the last episode, but yeah. sometime in between. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he sent a picture of all of his old graphics and stuff, and like he didn't say anything of it. He just took a picture, and so I slide up and I'm like, I want a signed number plate graphic. And I was like, I'll send you money, anything in my, I'll send you any money. And so I didn't hear from him for probably, what, a week or something. And Jake's like, yeah, you'll never hear from him again. <laughs> and then I wake up and it's, he sends me something like five in the morning and he's on the East Coast too. And uh, I wake up, I hear a buzz and I, I just look at my phone and I just see Jason Lawrence DM me back and I flip out. I wake directly up, screenshot and send it to Jake. And he's like. Yeah, send me your address, and I'll send you a sign, never play sign. I was like, oh, my goodness. And then Jake's like, you never super up to send it to the post office. And Jake's like, no, I just said he won't, he won't take the time to take it to the post office or spend the $2. And so I was like, dude, I'll be, I'll be know you, whatever. He's like, nah. And uh, a week later, two weeks later? Something? That was like a week, yeah. And yeah, you got it. And Grayson, Grayson was like a kid in a candy oh store at the gosh. shop. The, he was smiling so much. The front who get the mail, like, why do you have somebody from Florida sending you something? It was an uh, uh, envelope, like a big envelope. And I'm like, 
started flipping. <laughs> he was out. smiling so big. <laughs> oh, it, it's been the it's sitting in my toolbox right now. The best thing. Oh, yeah. So the, what brought it, what made me think about it? I saw on Instagram he was at the mini O's with Kenyon Richards. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I he, dude, a J Law sighting would. I, I guarantee you. 75%, 80% of the people there didn't know who he oh, was. Yeah, no, He's no, walking no, around. No, like, no. if I saw him walking around, I'm like, I'm spotting him. I'm no, like. No, I would say, like, 90%. How many dads? Like, I'd say, like, vegan, like, some of the older dads who kind of, like, were into it. But, like, any kid that's under the age of 12 and their parents, I doubt they know who that was. Yeah. A lot of them, I wouldn't think, know who it is. But, yeah. So, all right. We're going to, let's take a short little commercial break. And we'll come back and we'll talk about like some pro stuff, the teams and all that kind of stuff next. Looking for a new KTM Husqvarna or Beta? Maybe you just need some parts and accessories or even service. Graham KTM has the largest selection of off-road motorcycles in the Mid-South. Owned and operated by motorcycle enthusiasts, Graham KTM is the shop to go to. With over 100 bikes in stock, Graham Graham KTM is sure to have the bike for you. Check out the current inventory at GrahamKTM.com or stop by and take a look around the showroom in Senatobia, Mississippi. I've been to many big name schools and the funnest and most helpful school I've been to is Jake Riley MX School. He turned good technique into a habit that I use every day. The coaching of Jake never turns off. Every time we ride, he gives me tips and advice to be more in control, which makes me go faster. If you're looking for an affordable school, don't look any further than Jake Lowry MX School. Have a motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side that needs service? Need a shop that has parts in stock? Cycle Service Plus has you covered. Cycle Service Plus has been in business for 33 years and is the longest-running shop in the Jackson metro area. From same-day tire and oil changes to complete engine rebuilds, Cycle Service Plus has you covered. Call them today at 601-939-5077.
taking it back to when I was a kid. What you think, Grayson? I like it. I didn't, I'm not, that's not my cup of tea, but I like it. Yeah. So, um, what, what brought me back to that was mini O stuff. And, um, so Bermoto posted a, uh, like a little edit and, uh, I, this was the second one. The first one, they had a punk song with it. And, you know, people are like, oh, my God, like, please tell all these kids that Moto's so much better with punk, with like punk rock with it, yeah. you know, not with rap. And I'm like, because I, I 100% agree. No, I, and, like, I like the <laughs> rap that it's the awkward. Yeah, you, you would. But anyway, so they had this song on one of them. But this song, when I was a kid, was on Mini Warriors. It was like the opening song on Mini Warriors. And it was like. Dude, when you were a kid, you, you're you like, because you wanted to be those kids that were on it, because they were all the factory kids, all like, the yeah. fast kids, you're like, oh, like, dude, like, gives you chill bumps. So good. So good. So that, that's where that, that's where that song came from. That's pretty good. Yeah. Most people would not know who Agnostic Front is, but no, that's the band. <laughs> yeah, they're old, they're old, but they do have some new stuff. I never listened to that, but yeah, so, uh. Hey, there was one thing I thought about that I probably need to talk about. Yeah. I had an MX school a couple weeks ago. You did? Yeah, down at my dad. So uh, thank you to everyone that came. It was great. Uh, Saturday was a full class. Uh, counting my two, there was 16. So that was like, it was awesome. And uh, so, yeah, appreciate everybody coming. Hope they learned something. And uh, I had a lot of, like, I'm not going to say necessarily full on, like, beginners. But I had a lot of newer people to the sport. Um a lot of kids that listened really well, a lot of good riders and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and it, it worked out where I had 450s, I had 465s, 485s, and four big bikes. So like I could split it in groups pretty good. Um, and uh, so it was a, a good class. Did it at my dad's, uh, just at his land where it's, you know, not really a track. We did, you know, have a corner track and stuff like that. So yeah. um, it was cool. And I've had some people hit me up for, you know, doing classes at other places. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I mean – if you can get a group together and it's guaranteed that I can have seven or eight kids a day, you know, then hit me up. I'll travel to wherever you're at. If you got a track, um, as you know, as long as you can prep it and we can, you know, get some good ruts and we can have, you know, decent corners and stuff. Cause that's mainly what we're going to work. You know, I'm down, just let me know. And, uh, so yeah, appreciate everybody that came and, and did the school. It was, it was good. And I'm going to have more so people that are up North this way more, um, I'm going to try and have stuff, uh, the second and third Saturday of December. I can't do whole weekends cause my wife's work schedule and stuff's kind of screwy. And then with Christmas and stuff like, next week, uh, yeah, not this weekend, but the next weekend. Yeah. I know. I need to like yeah. nail down a place to yeah, do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, um, for people that are kind of interested, you know, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or call me at the shop, whatever. Or if my cell phone number's posted somewhere, just, <laughs> Just text me don't please don't call me just text me <laughs> i get overloaded just with calls DM us, DM us on uh, the shop and i'll give you his, his personal phone number and you can call him all and my phone number's posted all, all over the place all it's the on my business cards it's on it's all over the place it's i, I really was not smart doing that but yeah. i didn't think that it would ever be to where people are just you know constant. I, know. I had like somebody uh back asking for your phone number and uh He's like, you think it'd be cool if I give? No, if you yeah, me? you can give Mac my number. And I was like, fine. I was like, 
yeah. I mean, like his number. <laughs> who doesn't have Jake's number? I'm like, yeah, here, add it to the list. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I have people text all the time, and I don't, I don't save every number, and I have them text, and I'm like, I have to look back there, like, <laughs> all right, what was this guy talking about? So I can find out who it is. <laughs> I should just save their numbers, but yeah, you know. Dude, I had your phone number from when you were like 14. When you so when you started working at Grams and I got your your number that you like is your current number now I put it in there and I just put Grayson one one nine well I didn't know I already had a Grayson one one nine and then I'm like which one's his number <laughs> I had to go back and because I was I was gonna call you one day yeah. and I had both of them in there I'm like uh so I had to go back and look whichever one had been texting me. <laughs> One my, it's my, yeah. my, the one you had was my mom's. You would call my mom. Oh, even better! <laughs> I should have kept it and just changed it from Grayson one one nine to Grayson's mom. <laughs> Wonder if I can go back in my phone and find it. Does it save those? <laughs> you don't, don't talk to my mom. <laughs> Alright, now we're we're going into pros. A lot has happened in the month and a half we've been off. Yeah. First things that come to mind. One, JGR shuts down. Well, well, well. Geico shuts down. Did Geico had Geico shut we down? We talked about that was Paula. We talked about that was the last podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, because we know. Yeah. yeah. Well, then JGR shuts down. Which you know, is, which kind of, kind of uh, maybe thought it could happen, but dude, that that really sucks. Yeah. Like I, I mean, that like to lose both of those teams, and yeah. uh, you know, people. I don't think people understand. Like, our sport focuses so much on how many people are watching it but i don't know that these sponsors look at so tv is all about how many people are watching it, how many people are watching it, how many people are watching it because guess who makes money when people are watching it the the oh. t no nbc abc uh-huh. cbs whoever is broadcasting it yeah. because who is paying the the people that are getting a commercial who do you think they pay for their commercial the they don't work. pay they don't pay failed they don't pay the nfl they pay the network. Yeah. So the network is worried about the numbers of people watching it. So to me, like, okay, like I would think if somebody's going to sponsor baseball, they're not really worried about how many people are watching it. They're worried about how many people are playing it. Yeah. All right. If you're going to sponsor football, you're worried about how many people are playing it. We got every kid in America is going to play the both. Every little boy in America is going to get both of those balls at some point yeah. before they're four. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to know what it is. So I think like out like what the teams need to do, and I was talking about the talking to a customer about this today actually, like the teams need to do better at co-branding stuff and offering things to these companies to say, hey, like okay, you're going to sponsor our Supercross Motocross team. This is just a very very small portion of people that ride dirt bikes or ride motorcycles, and our company, you're sponsoring. A Honda team. Honda sells way more than just dirt bikes. So because you're going to help Honda out with this sponsorship of our race team, we're going to put your name on all kinds of stuff that Honda makes. We're going to advertise for you. That's just free now for a company. Yeah. It's just free for Honda to do. It doesn't cost Honda anything to say Coke sponsors them. You have Coke, American Honda. Okay. If Coke says, we're going to make a street bike that has Coke on the side of it. We're going to make a 250 and 450 works edition that has Coca-Cola graphics on it. Yeah. We're even going to make a little, a, a kid's bike, that like Coke a CRF 110 that has Coke on it. We're going to have clothes. We're going to have 
like accessories and things for people to put on stuff and have that's got Coke on it. We're going to have stuff for their truck that's Coke Honda. We're going to really help you. Mar- we're going to market for market this for you mm-hmm. where you don't have to do it. And it's going to reach more than just our Supercross base. Yeah. We're going to have a side-by-side that's got stuff with it. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to, we are going to uh, reach more people than just who watch Supercross. We're going to reach everybody that buys a Honda. Everybody that sees a Honda, that's who we're going to reach. Yeah. You buy a Honda generator, okay. you're going to get like in your in your paperwork, it's going to be something there that coaxes the you know title sponsor of our team, you know, it, because then people see that and they're like, oh, cool. Well, like maybe I should you know support that company because you know they're they're in with you know they help out the company that I like their side by side or I yeah. like their street bike or I like their generator, whatever it is, like. Um, KTM's really, really good at co-branding and, and the marketing stuff like that. Like, dude, how much do you think Red Bull loves that they do all oh, these factory dude. edition things? You know, because it's like, they're, it's a, it's a, you're you co-branding. You can't really think of KTM without Red Bull. Exactly. And then, so, and, and Husqvarna, obviously, cause it's KTM and they're going to do it with gas gas. Like, dude, like you look through the hard parts catalog, there's tons of stuff that's co-branded. There's FMF exhaust. There's OGO bags. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's just endless things that are another company, TLD gear, another company makes it, and they, they keep that company's logo on it, mm-hmm. and they put their logo on it. Yeah. Both companies win. And that's that's the one thing that they've got, to, they've got to do better on in Moto is they've got to make these companies win more than just – like I, people that race – I don't think they understand unless they work in the industry and, and and not in the racing part of the industry, just the industry as a whole. I don't think they understand how small supercross motocross racing is to the whole grand scheme of it. Oh, no. I mean, you're learning. How many yeah. customers do we have come in that they don't know who hardly any of the top pros are? Yeah. Uh, they uh, might not. They, uh, they, they know who Tomac is and Roxon, but like they don't they don't know the 10th place guy. They don't know who Bogle is. Like, yeah, you know, like, it's, yeah, I it's, it's, you, they talk about, and they don't know. And Dana Blair says this on his Maven Moto. They say like, well, bike sales are up, and why doesn't that transfer over? I'm like, work. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not selling them, but I'm, I'm talking to every person that buys one. They can't name anybody. They, they're down into racing, and I mean, there's a ton of guys that they don't watch. Okay, my dad's. My dad's big into it. Okay, I mean, he's this has been his life. He owns a shop. Yeah, he's you know raced forever. You know, took me racing all these places. My dad would rather go ride than watch the race. He tells me all the time, "I ain't sitting there watching that." I'm you know, the only reason he watches it is because he has my uh, he gets my login account for the NPC gold. Sports <laughs> Gold, and he'll watch it on there, or he'll he'll record it, he'll TiVo it or whatever, yeah. and then you know he'll watch it when he's at home. But before all that. He used to be like, I ain't, we ain't staying home watching that. We'll, you know, and, and we, you know, we didn't. There was a lot of times I didn't, you know, as a kid, we didn't watch a bunch of the races. I knew who the pros were, but we didn't watch all the races because we were gone racing. Like, and that's what a lot of people don't get is like, there's so many people that do, that are in the sport, but they don't keep up with it. They ride, they enjoy riding, they, they love riding, they spend money, they, you know, but they don't, so... Those people where that this is where the marketing deal gets in. Those people, Fox spends all this money to sponsor Roxon. Most of those people, they don't even know that Roxon wears Fox. Oh yeah. So it's like 
you, you're doing all that to get such a small, small market of the whole motorcycle industry. Yeah. You know, like well, imagine if, if imagine if every person who bought their bike like watched the right you'd have Oh dude, it would be it would be, the numbers would be way more. Yeah. I mean, okay, so um which is uh, let's say this then you break it down and, and you kinda have to twenty five, seventy five of just because they see dirt bike sales, all everybody's like, Oh my motorbikes, no. You gotta throw in Oh yeah, dude, wood tons of wood bikes. Wood are way worse about Yeah, so I'm I'll do this. Um I keep up with every bike that's sold. So I'll go through in the next week when I get some time, I'll go through and I'll count every motocross bike. And I'm, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to count kids' bikes separate. Yeah. I'm going to count motocross bikes, big, big, like full size motocross bikes. And then I'm going to count woods bikes. And I'll even, I'll even do all of it. I'll do adventure bikes, street bikes. Uh, I'll do all of it, separate it all. And then we'll see how many full size motocross bikes. And then I'm going to cut the kids' bikes in half because half of those will never even see the motocross track. They're only going to, you know, and we'll see how many are actually motocross. And then you can cut that in probably half. And that's how many you got that keep up with, really keep up with the sport. You know, and. Which I think, I think more people. It's kind of hard to say when, like when you have people sell, like you have, like we're selling we were, you're talking to Clipple and we're talking to like Sean Jacobs and them and they're coming to get one. It's like, yeah, I bet they're into the sport because like, if you're into the sport, you kind of know us as the motocross. Yeah. I mean, well, they're like, I mean, obviously they're in it cause Clipple, like he's, yeah. he actually is in it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he's I'm actually saying. a pro. That's what, so. Like, like, I'm, like who is really in it? Like out of just randomness, quote unquote. Like, yeah, I mean, there there are guys that they don't ride. They're just fans of the sport. Yeah. I mean, there there is that. That's, yeah, that's um, there's not a lot of that, but there is there is some of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, most people, um, and there's a lot that are just recreational riders, and they they really keep up with it and love the sport and all that. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of serious guys that they just don't have the time to keep up with it, and they're just they're not really. They're yeah. focused on their self. They're not really focused on on watching the pros and doing all that. Yeah. And they know that some of the guys, but they just don't keep up with it as much. But I just I feel like that we're focused on the the industry as a whole. Our, I'm not going to say the industry as a whole. The the racing side of the industry is so focused on like racing and the, the eyeballs on the racing. And I'm like, y'all are missing so much mm-hmm. because to a to us. To an outside sponsor, to a CEO of a company, he wants to know how many people he could potentially sell his product to. Yeah. He doesn't care about any of the other stuff. He doesn't care how many people are are uh, like that actually watch those guys. He doesn't care. All he cares about is potential customers for his product. Mm-hmm. So if you can show him that, hey, yeah, we've got you know fifty thousand people coming to the event. We've got you know two or three hundred thousand watching the event. But we've got a million that participate in in off road in off roading mm-hmm. that would go to dealer that we have we have you know through all of our um, all all of our dealerships and they could easily do this they could call their dealerships they could get a database of their customers mm-hmm. and and that the, so that cut that so that dealership has fifty thousand customers. And you get it from every Honda dealer. You get that kind of number from every Honda dealer in the country. 
and then you pitch it to them, hey, we have we could potentially reach this yeah. because even though the guy might not be coming in to buy a dirt bike, even though he doesn't know who Ken Roxon is, we can have we we have we can have his sponsors where these people see that hey we're sponsor we sponsor this race team that you're buying their product you know yeah you're buying a side by side but it's the same brand like it it can you can make it work to where you can reach more people and yeah. I think like if you're gonna pitch something to a CEO to because you want him to invest his money and like you gotta show him that like I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my way to help you reach customers because. And, and uh, you know, like they call it, they call it activation, you know, where you're there at the track, you know, and, and you've got a at your semi, you've got something where people come by and um, they pick up something that's of that sponsors and take it home. Mm-hmm. You know, they call that's what they call it activation or whatever, where you're, you know, um, well, you're, you're not reaching that many people at a Supercross. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have a, a lot bigger reach. And I feel like they can do such a way better job at that. Yeah, I'm for I'm for hire, by the way. If any CEOs or or any, you have have your your power punch up. Like we we're Napa too. Yeah, and imagine how many people come in and they'll go through our oil aisle, and we'll have motocross oil. Oh, we've got tons of yeah, yeah. and they'll come in and they'll get a a dirt bike company, not dirt bike, but like. Somebody who's who puts money in charge for it, and they'll buy their product not knowing. Oh, all right. So, lick about their yeah. Product. Okay, good example of that. Okay, I, we keep Maxima side by side oil shop. Mm-hmm. We have tons of guys that come in. They don't want to go to the local side by. They don't want to go to the Honda dealer, or they don't want to go to the Polaris dealer because they don't want to buy that brand oil that's Polaris. a little that's marked up. It's higher. It's higher money. Not really any better than anything else. They come in there, and I sell them Maxima side by side oil. Ding ding ding! Maxima sponsors Pro Circuit. Yeah. They sponsor tons of teams. Like yeah. they're a motor. They are through and through a motocross company. I mean, Ronnie Lachine owns it. He's an ex pro, one of the yeah. one of the greats. Like, yeah. like so. That there's a thing there. Like you know, they can put something on that bottle that shows something that something on the back, whatever. And bam, a guy that's got a side by side picks up. And he's like, oh, he starts reading on it or whatever while he's changing his oil. And he's like, hmm, oil. I'm using eight, and they uh. They they help out this race team and that race team sponsored by you know um, M and M's or whatever and it just it like that that kind of stuff it just yeah. it rings a bell I don't think that's gonna make a guy go buy M and M's but it's advertising and that's yeah. what those companies are wanting they're wanting eyeballs on their brand and if you can give them eyeball you know you just got to give them eyeballs on their brand and show them how you're gonna do it and uh, I feel like if they would just you know. There's a lot of people that ride motorcycles. Use that as a tool to to help to reach you just to reach more people, you know. And uh, so anyway, let's right. uh, let's get on to yep. the moto. Yeah, done rain for the day. So JJR goes out, kind of expecting it, and uh, who else? What did you? So, oh, Web, you sent me this. Web was like. New training partners for Tomac. With Tomac? Yep. You know what that was? I nope. figured it out. It was Bell Helmet. Oh, Bell had a ride day. Yes. I saw <laughs> that and I sent it and I'm like, and I, I kept, re- I, I was thinking of it. I'm like, so he was, he was just stirring the pot. Yes, he was, which is amazing. I don't know if you'll be able to read my notes. I'm sorry, but then, so that happened. That was the biggest thing. Like, nothing with, unless team science, and we'll get into that. So, 
all basically every team is confirmed so far that I can think of. Uh, I mean, I don't know if every team is, but a lot of teams are. Yeah. So Gas Gas has Bam, Brown, and Moseman. Yep. Solid team. Yeah, I don't know about the 250. Moseman will be good on the 250. I don't know about Brown. I mean, we'll see. I he's Brown, fast. I think but Brown's gonna be better. Than he's that. fast, but uh, can he can he stay on? Can he stay on too? KTM has Moose King, Coop, Bowen. I don't know about. I I I don't know why they don't have. And this is kind of what DB was saying. Why don't they have two KTM? <laughs> Like Coast Guy. Yeah, I don't you mean, guys. you know, maybe the budget, you know, you got to look, you got to remember their budgets. You got to, yeah. you know, they have a budget every year. And uh, that was the one thing DB's like, well, there's three manufacturers. I'm like, dude, come on. You, you, you're you in the industry enough. You know, it is one manufacturer. It's one budget. Yeah. They just have it split three ways. Like, come on now. They have a lot bigger budget than everybody else. So. I feel like you could afford I would. I want to see. You could have pulled a mark. I want to see. Cheap. I want to see. You know, Yamaha went out and got a third guy. I know it's only for Supercross, but I want to see Kawasaki and Honda. Oh and yeah. I want to see all them do well, that. Honda, I, I, I'm fine with Honda because. Well, they, they and Honda picked up all the the 250 yeah, guys yeah, from Geico. Uh, they they're helping all those guys I think out. Kawasaki, so. did, Kawasaki pissed me off. Yeah, two guys. I mean, I they got a lot of money in those two guys. I know, but I get it. I get it. they're gonna go one two more than likely at a one. A A one, not A one, H one, H one. I still think of A one, and I get it. But you can't. That should be Davis. Isn't you're not putting any money into that. Putting into a secondary team like every other manufacturer in the month. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they have Pro Circuit, but I think Mitch spends a lot of money. Um, so. I think Mitch spends near half of what Kawasaki I think puts in. Yeah. And then Yamaha just talking about it. Yeah, Mookie, Dylon, Plessinger. And then Mookie looks good. Yeah. He does. It's, it's hard to go off Instagram, though. I'm always going off Instagram. I know, but it's, it's, it's so hard to do. Dude, Mookie looks good. I think, I think Bam looks good. But, I mean, it, like I said, it's hard to go off Instagram. Dude, Roxon looks good. Have you seen Roxon? Roxon always looks good. Well, I'm just saying, like... You know? Did you see, uh, while we're talking about, did you see Stu post a video on uh, Sexton's Instagram? No. It was so funny just seeing Stu talk about Sexton going through the stuff. I don't have to watch. I have to go back and watch it. It's very good. And then uh, Young All-Star, 250, uh, Craig, J-Mart, Nichols, Thrasher, Justin Coop. Dot, 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 dot. That's dot, for all dot. the other guys that they're going to have. Yeah, when, when, they're, so when they sign everybody else. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see that on. The, the four of those guys are championship contenders. Thrasher's not, but Craig, Jamar, Nichols, Coop. Yeah, dude, that, that's a stacked two fifty yeah. team. They win at least one two fifty title in Supercross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a dude. There's oh, it's gonna. I can't wait. It's gonna be good because really, you got PC's got some guys too. Smith, Fortner, McAdoo, Shimoda, Hamaker. Yep, Fortner. Oh, I like Fortner. Got back with his. He got back with. Didn't Dude, he, what, what, would you? Would you not like? Really? No. Sorry, girl. I'm oh my gosh. On the title right now. Yeah. Well. I, but I would be able to do both. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's probably like, where did he when he knocked himself out or something in in Houston? 
He's probably, oh, yeah, my girlfriend's going to love me winning this time. Knocks himself <laughs> And then she leaves. He wakes up in the hospital. He's got a note. You crashed. I'm, uh, you crashed. I'm out. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's got a chair. The, the, the French, the French <laughs> man. Oh. And then uh, Kawasaki, Tomac, AC. What about uh, help? You don't have help on there. Oh, I don't. You don't have Moto Concepts on there. I do have Moto Concepts oh, at the do, bottom. You hadn't said them yet. No, I'm, I'm working my way down. Oh, okay. Continue on. Uh, Rockstar, Husqvarna, Jay, Zaka, Wilson. Solid same, team. Same team. Yeah, two yeah. guys that can win. Wilson or Jay? Zacho and J.A.? Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Wilson can win? Really? I mean, Wilson can be good if he's healthy. I'm kind of scared. Dude, this... I'm I'm so... Houston won. I can see Wilson getting... Don't say it. 18th. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were saying you you could see him getting hurt. Oh, no. I don't want him to get hurt. I like him. But, like, I can see him getting 18th. Like... There's so many guys. There, dude, it's gonna be stacked. Yeah, he was already kind of. It was like, all, it was stacked last year, but holy, it's even more stacked. Then their two fifty team, you have uh, Robertson, RJ, and Swell, Swell. Yep. Two kind of young, two super young guys, and then one vet. RJ's really carrying that two fifty team hard, I think. For sure. Yep. Uh, I, uh, all right. What is that? Who else you got? I got Club MX Owen Crown Owen and Marchbanks Club Club. I really there's. It's I mean, Marchbanks could be good, but I just don't. It's hard to. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be super good. Yeah, when the videos I've it. seen of him, he doesn't look good. Yeah. On Instagram, it kind of scares me. I like, but I like Marchbanks. He's young. I hope he just. I hope him just leaving PC doesn't just ruin his career. Then we have our MTR, which is. Tickle, Shane, blows, freeze. Yeah, where's Hill going? Dude, when you sent me that, I was... The stories I've heard off poll, they said he didn't bring his contract back. Yeah, why? Why? That's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> why? Don't, Hill, don't show up if your contract's not signed. He shows, shows up without the contract. Like, oh, I mean, Brent, like... Oh, my gosh, really? You know, he's in Oregon, so you know what... Yeah, I mean... I uh, guess he's been hanging out with Stank. Dude, <laughs> probably. I don't. How? Oh, that, I, that makes me think, dude, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Sorry. So, um, well, you know, I got another one when you, I think you got. Next maybe, on the list. What's your next team? Savachi Bogle. RM. Or Rocky. Where, Baggett. I heard Baggett's going to retire. I heard his hand or whatever it was that's been bothering him. Not to say that I told you so. So I've heard but that. I kind of predicted that. I should buy one. So I've heard that he's going to retire, take over the family business. It's going to be like, that's a deal. Like, I wonder if his son is. You know, he, 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 didn't he sell? Oh, he did. He sold his land or had it for sale. Maybe. And that I was like, I think he had, he, I think. I think both of them had theirs for sale. Because I remember you saying something about him having it for sale, and you're like, oh, he could. And I'm like, ah, no, he's probably just, you know, but I think maybe, you know, I heard the team owes him some money. um, And, you know, things just weren't, you know, things weren't, like, they weren't happy. I mean, I think they were happy with results, but I think there's other things they weren't really happy with. He's not really happy. 
and I don't think they could agree yeah. on stuff. And I think, you know, I think it, same deal. He probably had something that timed out, and they're like, all right, well, we need to go with Joey. Yeah. And I think Joey knew because I think that's why Joey didn't sign with MCR mm-hmm. is he knew because I heard that he had to deal with MCR too. He had a contract, and he just didn't sign it. He 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 didn't sign and didn't want to do it yeah. because he was holding out because he had a rumor or had heard that he could be on at BTO yeah. if Rocky you know Mountain. if ba- uh, yeah Rocky Mountain whatever if uh you know if Baggett was gone and you know and maybe he maybe he reached out to Baggett and asked you know who knows you know I don't, you just, I don't you just remind me of BTO is really not in the sport anymore yeah they all had an amateur deal. Oh yeah, that's a, but you don't see them. They're they're just not because they don't sponsor a pro team. You don't see it as much. Yeah. But they have an amateur deal, uh, and I mean they're still. I'm sure they still are killing it on online sales. So yeah, is there any more teams? Uh, no, that's that's all. There's Hep Hep Suzuki. I don't know anything besides Seven Deuce Deuce. <laughs> who? Uh, that's it. No, I I think Heartraft's gonna ride 450s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartraft and is Anstey still? Anstey, yep. That could be a I thought maybe, you know, with Suzuki, JGR and Suzuki, um, maybe, maybe he'll, uh, maybe Suzuki will put some more money into that team and they'll do something. Yeah. So. Maybe, maybe more. Maybe yep. not. Uh, hopefully they put a little bit more to this hub, but Twisted T sponsors them. I, I help, I support Twisted T, so I like it. Yeah, you're a, uh. You're a, you're a twisted tea guy now. I saw it. They started sponsoring, so I got to start drinking. I got to support the companies that support the sport. Yep. Anything else? No, not really. Nothing else, huh? We had a lot to talk about. We did. Um, so I guess, you know, everybody needs to like us, um, follow Facebook, Instagram, um, what else? Facebook, Instagram, Pod- anywhere you get podcasts. Any, anywhere you get podcasts. Yep. This is the song I picked. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll close out to Grayson's song. You can and, tell uh, how young I am because I I this song Terra Firma, I watched Roxon's edit of it before McGrath. It watched, says it says ninety two on here. You were not a fault. I was only four. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but we'll uh we'll close out and uh like I said or like we said earlier, like, subscribe, um follow us. Shout us out, get us some uh get us some follows cuz we we definitely definitely need some follows and uh this thing's messing up. But yep. So um we will uh be out and close out to this.
been out.